So many bits. I'm your host, Bill Nielsen, and joining me from his palatial studio apartment in Chicago is Brandon Shockney. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well, Bill. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming back on. Uh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it so much the first time around, so I'm glad to be back. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Thank you. It, it was good to see your show, and I hope you were pleased with the run. Uh, yes, yes. Me and Justine had a really good experience with that. Um, I think we felt really good about the end product. Um, and I, I'm sure we'll be working together some point down the road too. So ominous. Yeah. Right. Mystery. <laughs> Got to leave it up to the stars, to the fates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For those new listeners, uh, Brandon has come on before he and another former guest, Justine Kruger did Brandon and Justine level up at IO Chicago. That's right. Uh, the run is now over, but Hey, maybe we'll see them again. As, as he said. Yes. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, we, you can see us. We're at I.O. for other stuff, too. So come on by and uh, see a show. You guys both survived the purge? We did. We Oof. did. Whew. Right? Yeah. Scary. Scary shakeup. But no, yeah, we both we both survived. Uh, and I, I think we're both happy. So um, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As a quick reminder, So Many Bits is brought to you in part by the Second Wind Collective. For more quality podcasts like this one, please visit secondwindcollective.com for details. Now, uh, Brandon, you know, this is a video game podcast. That's right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, what, what games have you been playing lately? Um, well, uh, a few a few different things. Uh, I recently dove back into Fallout 4 because I had not finished the main story. So I, I, like, decided, okay, you know what? I'm just, I need to know how it ends. Um, so I went through that. I won't give me spoilers here, but... Um, I really enjoyed, there's like a pretty big twist, I feel like, um, as you're getting to like the latter uh, half of the main storyline, um, and I just like, that compelled me to just finish it. So I just like played and played and played that for like several days straight until that was done. Um, and then my like social game, social yeah. in quotes, uh, <laughs> is uh, The Division. So there's a group of us, a group of uh, us, uh, improvisers that hop on and uh we were playing Destiny a lot, and now we've kind of shifted over to Division and Destiny's like old hat, old news. Um, uh, and I'm actually kind of getting sick of Destiny, to be honest. But well, they haven't updated in a long time. I mean, they had the Taken King expansion that came out in the fall, right? But not nothing really since then. Yeah, they had they had another like recent like mini um, expansion of like a couple new things and like the Prison of Elders, but not like a big package like Taken King again. So I think they're, I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a Destiny 2 announced this year. Um, I, I would think that maybe they're going to announce like a full-fledged sequel, um, which I would be interested in. I'm kind of done with the expansions for the original. I'd like to see like the next step. We'll have to see. Yeah, this was supposed to be the 10-year game is what I understood from. Really? That's what wow. they were billing it as, yeah. I cannot... There's not enough content. or And I mean, I guess they can always create more content, but the core of the game feels so... I mean, it's fun. The The gameplay itself is so fun. Um, uh, one of my friends, Eddie Klinker, who I play with a lot, he he talks about how the gun mechanics in, in like Destiny is just like so legit. Um, in what way? Uh, in that it, everything feels... 
as opposed to like I, I guess he was comparing it to other games like maybe the division um where uh just the the gunplay is not as exciting or as uh balanced i, I feel like uh destiny has very um like a balanced in terms of like the weapons like how they work and the advantages and disadvantages and like all the different ways and styles you can play um in like pvp or pve uh so and I, I I tend to agree. I think the core like mechanics of Destiny are really great, but like the storyline is just so bad <laughs> uh, and so like generic and confusing, um, and it's just so repetitive to the point of like I just don't want to do the same things twenty thousand times again anymore. You know, that's not fun for me. I mean, I guess it makes sense that the core gameplay would be solid. I mean, Bungie being the people who made all the Halo games, uh, I mean that that would. Stand to reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, with regards to the story, I, there's uh, some interesting news reporting out there. Uh, there was an article a while back on Kotaku where way into the development process, they scrapped the whole original story they had. And they really? Had, yeah, yeah. And they like, wow. had to go back and really uh, duplicate a lot of their efforts just to get the game out the door for like the original Destiny. Yeah. And like repurpose assets and... like take stuff that was in the original game and move it out to expansions or even to Destiny 2. Oh, interesting. Well, I, I the Grimoire, which is, like, the stuff that you have to go to their website to, like, read more about, like, the history of the game and the details is, like, so annoying that I have to, like, go to a separate place to, like, learn more about the game I'm playing um, when I just wish all of it was in-game. That's one thing I really like about The Division that I'm playing is, like, a lot of the things you, like, pick up and, like, are things that you can play and watch, like, a video of uh, that they did, like, a cutscene for. Or um, th- there's just a lot of... It feels like the world is more realized in terms of, like, you know, the outbreak and the apocalypse or whatever is happening in New York. Um, you get to learn about it in a lot of varied ways. And I think that's something that Destiny should look at and be like, oh, we should incorporate some of this stuff for our sequel or other expansions. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very, very cool, then. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, any other games you've been playing lately? Um, uh, the only other one I've been playing, I forget if I mentioned this last time. I don't think so, but Firewatch. Um, like, you, you, you will be the third guest who's talked about Firewatch. Dude, so maybe I should play Firewatch. I haven't dude, yet. Play Firewatch. I mean, it's just great to, like, you don't do much. You, like, walk around a lot. Um, but it's just so beautiful. And the story's, like, really intriguing. Um, and if people have talked about it, I won't dwell too much time on it, but, uh, I, I mean, it's, I got it on like PlayStation plus for like 15, it was on sale or something. Um, and it's worth it. I mean, you, you spend like 15 bucks now for like a two hour movie ticket, right? Like I would spend $15 for like a five to six hour game narrative. Uh, You know, you talk about destiny and how while there is a solid gameplay there, it's a little thin Mm -hmm. and you pay $60 for that and you get like potentially a hundred hours of more generic gameplay or you pay fifteen dollars for two-ish hours of or two to six hours even of yeah. gameplay yeah it's an interesting value proposition well i i mean the always my my tendencies are always to lean towards story driven and like plot driven games like if i will more i will happily play a shorter game with like less uh time committed to it if the story during that time period is really engaging and fun as opposed to like something where you know you get to like final like final fantasies the latest ones like 13 and stuff 
where the story's like so confusing and like I don't know what's happening, but you get like hundreds of hours <laughs> of gameplay time. Uh, that trade off is weird to me. As I, so I'm getting away from that and more like I just want tell me a good story. That's all I want. That's all I want. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I, I would vastly prefer an interesting story to lots and lots of uh, mediocre. Uh, ish gameplay yeah and i'm getting more into um like i really love uh games that have a strong sense of comedy too and i i know we've kind of talked about this last time on the podcast like i love like monkey island and like grim fandango and like those those games that have uh just a real sense of like humor and style in the writing because uh, that makes it such that adds an entire layer that you don't get in necessarily in other games um, and like Phoenix Wright, right? Like that's a prime example of like a game with like humor and style that like makes it way more interesting than it should be when it's just kind of point and click. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the division and and Firewatch are the, are the main games right now. Yes. Yeah. I would say that's um, Firewatch. I had completed. So really, it's the division right now. As I kind of am waiting for Uncharted Four in a couple weeks, I'm like very excited for that. Um, I almost picked up the Uncharted collection, but I decided uh, I've played the the regular ones recently enough that I'm just going to hold out for four. Uh, but very excited for that as well. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Mm-hmm. What are you playing? Well, uh, thank you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so lately, I've been trying. Uh, I mentioned this actually the last time uh, you were on was Persona Four Dancing All Night. Yes, I love the core Persona games. Are you so? I don't mean to get off track, but are you so excited for Persona Five? I am so excited for Persona Five, and I'm so stoked because Persona Three and Four, I was like all about, and I played the arena games a little bit. Um, but Dancing All Night, you're gonna have to tell me more about that because I've pl- I've seen very little of it. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I guess it is meant to resemble other uh, music or rhythm games. Uh, like there are these other ones for Hatsune no Miku. Mm-hmm. That I, I guess it's the same style of game, but it's all about uh, you're doing songs and uh, there's a circle around the edge of the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, buttons and directional prompts radiate out from the center towards the different uh, prompts on the outside of the screen. And you have to press them, like if you have the left arrow... It floats towards the left arrow icon on the top left corner, or mm-hmm. sorry, the mid left of the screen, and you have to press the left arrow when the two intersect. Okay. And so it's like a little bit of a different take on like the DDR thing where the arrows go up. Right, but it can go like in any direction. Right, exactly. Okay. And, and you can get like multiple button presses at once, or you can get like holds. Uh, but it's that basic kind of gameplay. Right, and, and wasn't there a game like Elite Beat Agents? Is that similar? It is. It is. Yeah. These beat agents was like numbers would appear on the screen, and you right. use the stylus uh, to pop them as they came up, or like you'd spin the screen and stuff like that. That game is awesome, by the way. Okay. It's for the original Nintendo DS, and yeah. that was like the first game I got for it, and it, it's fantastic. Okay. It sunk so many hours into it. <laughs> cool. Um, does the Persona Four Dancing All Night continue the regular Persona narrative? It does. That's insane. <laughs> In a great way. It is. The, like, you'd think that this would be an opportunity. So in, in Persona Q, which was the, the like the dungeon-crawling RPG, that's a little more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, in theory, in canon, but it's, it's a lot of, like, the characters are hanging out in a high school and just right. kind of messing around. <laughs> but here, it's totally serious. Mm-hmm. Like, the first... If you do the story mode, you have, like, 45 minutes or so of, like, dialogue, and nothing is happening aside <laughs> from the dialogue. Right. It, it's all voice, too. 
that's like the craziest part to me. It's, it's well, they did that with like the arena games too. It was like so much time was put into like setting up the story and like having it all like with voice actors and everything. I, I'm always impressed when that amount of like care is put into like spinoff games like that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yes, and I think. It, it worked a little bit better for me in the arena game because mm-hmm. uh, the stories were more bite-sized. Like, you know, you, you have the different fighters to select and you and you pick uh, the main character, you, mm-hmm. and he's got, like, five fights. And, the, like, that story takes, like, an hour to tell. Mm-hmm. And also it's a, it's a branching path, so you don't see everything the same, at, at that time when you go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here it's just it's just the one story all the way along, and it's crazy. This I learned so much about the Japanese idol industry. and like <laughs> Really? Yeah, and, like... Because it's it's really sort of Risei's story. It's like uh, so in Persona Four, you have a character named Risei, and she's an idol, but she sort of kind of run away from that to be a regular high school student. Mm-hmm. And this is her trying to get uh, back into the idol business. And you and the other cast members from the Persona Four game are going to be her her backup dancers on her uh, comeback special. Nice, very nice. You know, in the core games, my main character and Risei, that's the like couple. Oh, uh, I was a Risei fan. She's great. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Yeah. I was more of a Chie guy. Okay, she is. She is awesome. She's she's great. She's just a lot of fun. Get yeah, around. and she kicks so much ass. She's good. She does. She does. Mm-hmm. So, like this, that's how they tie in like the the regular story. Uh-huh. But now it's like not the Midnight Channel. That's a whole different thing where. You go in there and you can summon a persona, but it can't fight for you. Violence is not allowed in this place. What does it does it dance with you? You need to you need to dance, uh-huh. and then like if you dance and are awesome enough, it brings out your persona again to like rock out with you. <laughs> like that sounds great. Yeah, I mean like if you're you and you 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 know you dance out your heart out at the end, Izanagi will come out and he's rocking a bass guitar. Oh, and he shreds yes. on the bass guitar for yes, you. Yes, of course. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna have to check this out. At least like watch like YouTube videos or something of it. That sounds great. If you did actually want to play it, uh, so it's a Vita game, but mm-hmm. I'm playing it on the PlayStation TV. Oh, interesting. So the PlayStation TV is is basically a Vita. You need to hook up to your television. Okay, basically, uh-huh. and you can. Find PlayStation TVs for very, very little money now, I think, because mm-hmm. they've been a total flop in America and they're being discontinued. Yeah. So, like, there's a... You can get, like, a T- PlayStation TV and, like, a DualShock 3, I don't know, for, like, 60 bucks mm-hmm. compared to the regular Vita. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much... It's, like, going to be 30 or 40 bucks for and uh, that, dancing all night, but... That streams into your uh, regular TV? Or do you play it on, like, a handheld still? You, you plug it in with, a, like, an HDMI cable. Uh-huh. And so you can't, like, uh, you couldn't uh, take a Vita and then use that to play with the PSTV or anything like that. Okay. But you can use it, like, uh, say, if you have a TV and your PS4 is in one room and you're in the other room with a TV, mm-hmm. you can put the PSTV in the second room and stream from the PS4 to that second TV. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. So it's it's it's, it's cool. It's, it's got limited uses, unfortunately, but... yeah. If, if you were really looking to play that game, that'd probably be the most uh, economical way to do it. Okay, interesting. All right, I'll have to look into it. This, I mean, I, I paid for the TV at the P- PlayStation TV at full retail, and I kind of regret that. <laughs> but I yeah. did get to play the Persona games, so that kind of made it feel a little better. Yeah, hey, those um, I, I, everything like Atlas does is like so good. Uh, I'm a big. Uh, Catherine fan. I wish we got a sequel to that. Mm-hmm. Or I wish they actually... I wish they had that on 
uh, they'd like a PS4 port of it. Like I would love if it was available to put or like on the PS Store uh, to play on the PS4. That'd be awesome. I'm hoping that I mean we'll see, but that they'll do like a Persona Three, Persona Four, like HD uh, collection. Oh, yes, in like preparation for P5. Yes, exactly because. There are, like, three different versions of Persona 3 out there. Maybe you get, like, the definitive version or something like that. Uh-huh. Or they bring Persona 4 Golden onto, like, an actual platform yeah. that matters. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I loved... I almost bought a... Uh, it was Vita, right? Mm-hmm. That was P, P4 Golden? Yeah, yeah. I almost bought a Vita for that. Like, I remember. I, like, I almost bought a PSP for the P3, like, Vita um, edition, too. Like, I love those games. I love them so much. Me too. And then they put in work into these, like, the extra versions. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, they make you, there's incentives. It's not, like, with, like, 20 extra minutes of gameplay, it's, like, no, there's a whole new, like, several-hour storyline that you can pursue. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think that's great. Uh, Well, so that's what I've been playing. It's it's pretty Mm -hmm. good. If you're really into Persona, then I would definitely uh, encourage you to seek out Persona 4 Dancing All Night. It may be the last time we see those characters, though they've, though they've had a very solid eight-year run. Yeah, like, yeah, they've they've gotten their money's worth from those uh, characters in that story for yeah. sure. They made two anime series out of it. That's so insane! Like, is it the same like story, but like two times? <laughs> so I have watched a, a bit of it. So uh-huh. Persona Four, the the original animation is just like the original game, uh-huh. and then uh, Persona Four Gold in the animation is. Uh, it's just, like, sort of deleted scenes that didn't appear in the first series. Like, okay. it's more character moments and just, like, covering the storyline that's been introduced in Golden and just pretty much those parts. Oh, okay. Like, it pretty much skips all of the actual story from Persona 4 in, in the second anime, anime series, uh-huh. which is kind of funny. All right, interesting. I'll, I'll have to check that out, too. I think I've seen that available online in lots of different places. Like, my favorite part by far is that it's implied pretty early on that it's sort of a New Game Plus storyline. Oh, really? Because, I mean, you know, in, in the introduction, you know, you meet your persona and you're, like, weak and you're trying to beat, like, one shadow. Mm-hmm. But in episode one of Persona 4 Golden, the anime one, then uh, you just bust out Izanagi and kills, like, 500 shadows all <laughs> around him. And everyone's like, holy crap, what are you doing? How did you know how to do all that? And he's just like, like yeah, I'm good. We're not playing around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been playing lately. Uh, you've been playing again, uh, Firewatch and the Division. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this point, let's turn about and talk about Phoenix Wright. Yes. Yeah. Objection. Okay, Larry. I, I've, I brought you in here. You know, we're about to go into the courtroom. I just wanted to let you know a little bit about our defense strategy here. I mean, I know you weren't that keen about going to trial, but I think we have a good case here. Okay, great, because I'm innocent, Phoenix. Of course you are. I wouldn't have taken your case if I didn't believe you were innocent. Okay. All right, so I've been talking. I went around and walked through the park for like four hours yesterday. That's a lot of time. Four hours, yeah, it was. You should have been studying the case. I was studying the case, Larry. I was looking at my my assistant and I. We talked to every person in the park about if they had seen anything the day before during the murder. Seems just like a lot of wasted time, maybe. I, you know, I, I think that, you know, if you can look into someone's soul enough and talk to them, 
they might reveal something. So I also went through some garbage cans that I found around the park and just picked up anything I could find. Anything I, like I found half a quarter pounder with cheese. I, I found some, some maybe like a heroin baggie. I was just showing them to people in the park and seeing how they would react. And maybe it would open up, they would open up to me and converse with me about the case. Oh my god. Phoenix, did you go to school for this? Yes, yes I did. I went to attorney school for four years. Have you won every single case? Every single one. That is astonishing. It's, you know, I, I feel like halfway through, usually I'm not doing so good at the start, but so, I, I turn it on, I turn it on. Okay, um, well, what are you going to do once we get out there? Well, you know, I'm going to kind of let the prosecution dictate the case for us. I'm going to let them kind of explain the court rules to me and see if, like, there's anything I don't understand. And, you know, uh, I'll ask the judge some questions if I need some refreshing. Oh my god, that sounds like you have no idea what it takes to be a lawyer. I have the heart to be a lawyer, and that is all you need. No! No, you need knowledge, and books, and training. What? Where, where did you go to law school, okay? I, I didn't! I didn't! I'm gonna die! Oh, oh my god! Oh, no, no, you are not gonna die. Alright? I've got a foolproof plan. When I get out there, I'm, my my assistant here is a psychic, okay? Have you, have you met Maya? That is a very... That psychic garb Say she's hi. wearing yes. is maybe inappropriate. She is a spirit medium, and you will treat her with the utmost respect. She's also, like, 16. Say, say hi to Larry, Maya. Hi, Larry. Uh, hi, hi, Maya. Oh, my God. I'm sort of her guardian because her mentor... Her sister was my mentor, and uh, she sort of died, like, after, right after my first case. But I got her off. She was accused of the murder, and I got her off scot-free. Thanks. I think I'm going to go with some other legal counsel. Maybe just what the court gives me. You're, you're going to go with a pro bono lawyer. Yeah. Over the best in the biz, Phoenix Wright. Well, yeah. It's nothing against you, but you've worn the same blue suit several days in a row. Um, it's just a little unsettling. This is, this is the only suit I own, Larry. That's part of the problem. Oh. Objection. <laughs> to what? Hold it. Uh, uh, okay. Oh. Take that! Oh, ow! Take that! Ow! Take that! Get your finger out of my face! Take that! Ow! Take ow. that! Okay, alright! Take that! Fine. God. Another case one. Phoenix right. <laughs> oh yeah, I that would that you talked about first uh, DS games. Yeah, that was my first DS game. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, Phoenix right. I got that, and I got something else around the same time, and I would flip flop between the two. Um, oh man, I can't think of what the other game was. But uh, out of the two, I I like got hooked to the first Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney immediately. Like, I could not put it down. Me too. That, that was... I, I, you know, I didn't even know about it before it came out in the United States. And it, at, at first, it was kind of a sleeper hit, I think. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if a ton of people knew about it. It had a limited print run, and then they went back and made a bunch more. Mm -hmm. And it's been around now for over 10 years in the United States, and they keep bringing them out over here, which has been pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm... It's just such a funny and, like, stylized 
it just knows what it is, and I really love it. That it's like not taking its it takes itself so seriously, but in also like a very like fun and crazy way. Um, like everything has weight, but it's also like Phoenix Wright is just yelling objection at everyone <laughs> all the time, and I love it. Like the stakes are super high. All yeah. the characters are pretty silly. Right, right, right. Um, and I love like all the uh, the names that like the the names are like always allude to like the character traits for each individual character. Right? There's like right. Uh, like a lot of heart. Yeah, <laughs> <a> character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or uh, like, uh, isn't it Larry Butts is like his best friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah Larry, Larry Butts. Butts. Larry Butts. And it's like, if something stinks, it's always the, the butts. butts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah, it's so great. So just to introduce the series uh, briefly, mm-hmm. uh, if you were not familiar with Phoenix Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Phoenix Wright games are a franchise that includes adventure, puzzle, and like visual novel elements. Uh, the main character is named Phoenix Wright. He's a defense attorney, and he's tasked with defending a bunch of innocent people in a series of like increasingly unlikely and difficult cases. And as part of this game's world, they have a pretty unique, like, uh, trial system where every trial has to be finished within three days. Uh, and, and not only is Phoenix the, the defense attorney, he acts as, like, the primary investigator on the case. So he has to go out into the world and, like, seek out clues and investigate witnesses and try and find, like, motives. And then he takes that information into the courtroom with him. And, like, part of it, too, that's important is that, like, Phoenix in the first game is, is a rookie attorney. It's his first case and the first level of the game. And even as he goes along, he's still kind of a, kind of a dunce a little bit. He's, he's always a little bit slow on the uptake. And, and it's like to the player's advantage though, because like, you know what he knows. He's not ahead of you and like figuring things out three steps ahead of you too often. The things that take you by surprise, take him by surprise as well. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, Oh, we had these bullet casings the whole time. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. And Phoenix's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I love him as a character when they, because that, that series, and what I love about that series too is like each entry felt like a continuation of the, of the story that came before it. Like I never felt you were like resetting. It was always like, no, Phoenix Wright is now a little bit more experienced or Phoenix Wright has gone into like a mentor role he's like kind of retired and now he's like there's a game about him like getting back into the game you know like uh the apollo justice is my least favorite of the franchise because apollo's fine but um he's no he's no phoenix you you know it's a thing that you see in video games and tv and comic books all the time Mm -hmm. like try and set up a new character with less baggage and then they couldn't get rid of phoenix and then it's like well everyone really just likes phoenix right so let's just bring him back Mm -hmm. yeah yeah he's he's great um and I like how the games have gotten, well, now that they've kind of grown with the series, like you can do more now with the 3DS ones than you can on like the regular DS games. The investigations are like a little more involved now. So I, I really like those elements. I've liked, I've liked watching the series kind of evolve over time. Right, because those the first three games originally, when they were released in Japan, they came out on the Game Boy Advance. And, right, mm-hmm. and, and then they got ported to the DS here, so they like they had some like limited inputs, mostly anything you could have done with the buttons. Mm-hmm. But then once they got into like Apollo Justice and beyond, they could start taking advantage of the stuff with like the stylus and like sharper, better 3D graphics, and mm-hmm. then like some of the games 
but you use like the microphone to do commands and stuff. Yeah. Well, the the first game had like that epilogue episode. That's right. That? Where it was like you did do stuff with like the stylus that you didn't do in like the other ones. Like you like could like three D examine stuff in that like epilogue episode. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, that that must have been something I guess that they like were like we can do this special for DS mm-hmm. as opposed to the regular game. Um, nothing will make me feel the way the first one did. I'm very partial to the first game. I think that's the best in terms of like story and kind of ramping up uh, to the, the final like villain. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really like that first one. Um, but the, the sequels are good too. And that's another uh, good point about the games too is like there are four to five cases per game mm-hmm. and each of those cases has their own story. But there's a through line through them all to like a larger story, a larger conspiracy that you're trying to unravel that appears in each game. And, and really the first three games are all building towards one sort of conclusion at the end mm-hmm. where you where you find out like a big mystery about like Phoenix and like the Fay family that like his his mentors and then also his assistant. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, is it uh, Maya? Maya is the um, yeah. Maya is the assistant. Yes, and, and Mia, Mia is the the um, spoiler alert, the one that dies at the beginning of yeah the first game. Um, oh yeah, uh, Maya's great. Although I'm partial to uh, the one in in um, Dual Destinies that has the uh, necklace with like the emojis that mm-hmm. like oh, I forget what her name is. Athena. Athena. Yes, Athena. Thank you. Um, Athena's really cool. I like her. Yeah, yeah. That like when they got into a, a Phoenix Wright game for the 3DS, that was a big like advancement in terms of like the graphics and stuff, and like they, they got a lot more expressive, and like their all their animations got popped so much better than like in the original like, Game Boy Advance right. ones they ripped. Yeah, I mean, which they I feel like they did a pretty good job from and those Game Boy Advance ones have this charm to them that I think is so, is so funny. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just love, you like love watching those animations or cause like each court case, of course there's one bad guy that you eventually expose at the end of each case. And they always like have a shift when they get caught, you know, or something, they like change character or they freak out. And it's always like such a, when you get that moment, it's just so fulfilling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. So, I mean, yeah, like, you see these uh, defendants, and, like, they're, they, they're all carrying around signs, basically, that say, I am the evil one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're also up against the prosecutor on the other side that's rotating every game, pretty much. Right. There's one kind of, like, either anti-hero or, like, sometimes villain. Um, usually, like, anti-hero. Like, I feel like the tendency is the games, eventually, the prosecutor and Phoenix, like, team up against whoever they're... Uh, like cross-examining <laughs> yeah they're generally not evil the prosecutors mm-hmm. but they're like uh not nice and they're very like very rigid is usually the, the way it works out it's right. like ah this is the evidence that must be it yeah miles edgeworth is has a firm sense of justice uh-huh. uh but i love him i love miles He's yeah great. Yeah, they have a, a good series of the prosecutors Ed- edgeworth i mean obviously is very popular he came mm-hmm. back and had his own games even yeah, I did play, I did play, um, what's that called? Investigations, right? Ace Attorney Investigations. Yeah. Which is like, like uh, you know, the game without the court case part of it. Right. Um, which I enjoyed those games, but man, did I miss doing the trial stuff. Uh, I wish it was just 
the same game, but you get to play as Miles. <laughs> so in the trial portions of the game, the prosecutor will usually call up a witness, as you do in, uh, I guess, regular court trials. Mm-hmm. And then they read off their testimony, which is like usually four or five sentences. And then Phoenix has the opportunity to you know, cross-examine by either pressing, where the witness will give additional detail, or presenting contradictory evidence or like a contradictory uh, biography of another person. And when you do that successfully, you advance the storyline. The, the witness has to like revise their testimony or they bring up a new witness to like, and you have to discredit them as well. Mm. And then in, in the Miles games, though, they don't have that. Right. Yeah, you, like you're investigating people like you're trying to question suspects. You're a straight-up detective. Yeah. In those, in those yeah. you're just being a detective. There's, like, no attorney portion of it, really. Um, which is fine. Uh, I, I do like... I, I like uh, Miles, and um, there's uh, the Gumshoe character, whose name is, uh, I believe, Dick Gumshoe. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, his relationship with Miles is always very funny, and I, I like their banter back and forth. Um, so, And the Investigations has... Uh, really good, uh, or a lot of that. Um, so I enjoyed that, that portion of it the most, I think. Yeah, Edgeworth is always threatening to cut poor Gumshoe's pay. Right. And, like, yeah, at some point, you know, there's got to be like a contract in place or the police unions or something. <laughs> come on. Right, come on. Give Gumshoe a break. Come on, yeah. <laughs> and like part of the charm of the game is these characters and, and their names and the dialogue, and that really has to be credited with the localization team, I would think. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, uh, you know, when they're bringing this game over from Japan, I'm sure that these puns are not present in the original Japanese dialogue. It's just basically impossible for them to exist. They're being written in. Right. So I feel like some things I'm sure with the original Japanese games are just kind of lost in translation. So they have to, like, kind of come up with some new aspects to it, I imagine. Um, But uh, I I, I do do like the pun portion of it, I think, is a very fun element. Uh, Whenever I meet a particular character... Who has a silly name? I always let out a groan mixed with a laugh <laughs> because uh, uh, you know it's it's the part of the charm. And likewise, they would also kind of mix some memes in there a bit. Uh, I know there was a. I remember from the second game there was a clown, and then uh, like uh, Francisca von Karma, the prosecutor, would whip the clown, and then he would start reciting lines from the Fresh Prince rap. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Like, she whips him and he's like, in West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And, I, like, I think there is, probably this element was in the Japanese game, but as you said, yeah, it couldn't translate. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for example, the Phoenix Wright, his name in Japanese is uh, Naruhodo. I think it's, I think it's Ryuichi Naruhodo. Mm-hmm. One of his names is Naruhodo, but, and that means, now I understand, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's puns that are definitely in there from right. the start. They're, they're aware of that. Mm-hmm. Now I understand. I guess we were like, now I understand. So they're, you're right. Right. Phoenix right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There yeah. we go. <laughs> Boom. Done. Yeah, Roasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and that also brings up another point is that uh, the game is, you know, fairly Japanese. It references a lot of, like, Japanese culture, like, with the, with the phase and, like, the, their... The, the theology is fairly reminiscent of, like, I guess, like, Shinto religion and, and their ideas mm-hmm. of spiritualism. But the game is set in America. Right. So it, that's kind of weird. Like, they they really make a strange, strong effort to 
I don't think they meant started out this way, but they whitewashed the game so it's in America, set in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> right. And, like, it, it, sometimes it's not as noticeable. Like, I know Maya doesn't like ramen like she does in the Japanese game. Here she likes burgers. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think I think it's best to go into a mindset of being, like, they're in, like, a made-up place. Let's, I, I rather just, like, not think of them in any particular setting. I just kind of... In, because you're right. It's sometimes it's like so noticeable, right? That it's like this is not working, <laughs> right? Like, why did they just? I, I I think like maybe it would have been a better move just to keep them in uh, Japan, um, but I don't know. So according to I read about this on a, an article done by U.S. Gamer, where the reason they didn't do it is in the very first game, in the very first case, mm-hmm. there's a, a time mentioned. And you have to, it's a contradiction you have to use. And it references that this courtroom is in the Pacific time zone. Okay. And, and they're like, well, we, we, we can't go back from that. We said it was in the Pacific time zone. It's got to be there forever. <laughs> we want to be consistent. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so then like six games later, they're like, oh, uh, all these Japanese Americans have decided to recreate a Japanese village in the mountains of California. Isn't that nice? <laughs> right. It makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's really weird on their part, but and they and maybe I'm guessing they didn't actually care. But the newest game that's coming out, Phoenix, I guess, goes to another country to do trials, which. Oh. Which sort of gets them out of the obligation to pretend that they're not in Japan now. Yeah, I'm surprised it took them this long to think of that. <laughs> that is just now happening. Well, um, wasn't there a game in the series that's like set in like ancient Japan? That's right. Yeah, the like his his like ancestor. Mm-hmm. The, the most recent game that came out, though it did not come out here, was set in like I think the Meiji era of Japan. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool to play. I'm kind of bummed it didn't get. Uh, Western release. Me too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at least even with Dual Destinies, I was happy that it came out, even if it was just a digital download. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess, like, the localization cost is too high on these games if they're not sure it's going to sell, because, I mean, that's a lot of text to uh, translate for yeah. an American audience. True, true. And it's not the only game that hasn't made it over here, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there was a sequel to the Ace Attorney Investigations. Uh, right. Yeah, and that one, I think that one was more like, it, it was near the end of when the Nintendo DS was coming out. That was like in 2011, the 3DS was coming out that year, so they're just like, no one's going to buy this thing, mm-hmm. and so they didn't bother. Mm-hmm. Although you can play it with a fan translation. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I didn't care for the first one too much, so I, I'd probably skip out on that one. Um, and then there's the, he did the crossover, that one got a Western release with Professor Layton. It did. That one... That was a long time coming, too, because that came out in, like, a couple years before it came out in America. And then, like, Level 5, the the Professor Layton people, I believe, had to translate the game. Capcom didn't want to do it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Man, Capcom, uh, they make it really tough, you know? Like, Capcom, um, because I I always wanted, when Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was uh, announced, I was so excited. I was like, well... Like, Phoenix Wright has to be one of the fighters, right? Yeah. Uh, I was like, come on. Like, he's, like, one of their main characters now. And when he wasn't announced for, like, the original release, I was so bummed. I was like, ah, that's such a wasted opportunity. And then I found out he was going to be, 
like in I thought DLC, but no, I had to like uh, buy, to buy a whole other game. new game for it, which I did because I wanted to know so badly what it was like to play as him. And he's tough. He's tough to play as a, as a fighter. Like, what are his fight mechanics exactly? Um, well, all of this stuff is like picking up evidence is like one of his attack moves, and like <laughs> like like. Uh-huh, like having like an epiphany is like an attack, you know. Um, so uh, he's just like very, it's very uh, stylized to play as him as a fighter. Like you have to like pour a lot of hours into his play style. Huh. I feel like uh, in order to like master, he's like a difficult to master uh, fighter. Whereas um, you know some of the other characters are easier to like kind of pick up and immediately play at play as. Um, but he's fun. He's funny. Like his attacks, <laughs> his attacks are like funny and stuff. And very Phoenix Wright. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. It's great. I, I read also like that there were plans to try and get him into an earlier Marvel versus Capcom game, maybe Marvel versus Capcom three. Mm-hmm. But the original design for the character was like you know he he shouts objection mm-hmm. and like that would be his attack. It would like voice it. Oh really? But in Japan, when he says that, he's saying Inari, which is like three characters. Mm-hmm. But objection is like. Nine, nine characters. Right. It takes up like two thirds of the screen. So like this wouldn't be a very balanced attack. It'd be too good. Yeah. <laughs> insta kill, insta, insta knockout. Right. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, but he's. I. They did handle him very well uh, in that game, um, and I hope. I hope he gets more. Ex- con- continues to get exposure here in uh, the states. Like I really enjoy him as a character, and I feel like the gaming community should be more aware of him he's a very charming character yeah Yeah. he's like always a guy who does like what's right yeah and doesn't think too hard about doing it he always Mm -hmm. defends the underdog Mm -hmm. yeah like he wears blue i like blue (laughs) (laughs) right blue suits very snazzy not everyone can pull those off (laughs) no yeah and now he's a father right oh yeah that's right that's right yeah he's uh well, like technically, right technically yeah he's an he's an adoptive father it's not his biological daughter but Mm -hmm. which is all right so I guess we'll just spoil another game. Uh-huh. So is Apollo Justice, like, then his nephew or, like, not his son? <laughs> because aren't they brother and sister, the magician girl and Apollo? I don't... Him and Tracy? I, are they? I don't I, know. I, I thought, thought that was, like, part of the end of Apollo Justice. I, I probably should have looked this up first oh, before I went ahead. I feel like I forget everything about Apollo Justice. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've played it all the way through, but it's been so long ago. Um, but yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to look it up because I thought they were trying to make like a joke about him and Tracy being like romantically involved, but maybe that's, maybe the joke is that they're like related. So it's funny. Mm, I'm not sure then. Yeah. I'll try and look this up. (laughs) Maybe I'll edit this in later. Probably won't. (laughs) I, I just liked in Dual Destinies where like they're trying to make him kind of a more brooding character. I felt. Oh, when he's got like the, the like. Uh, bandages and over like one of his eyes and he's like yeah. very like I've been wronged or <laughs> you know I gotta figure this out yeah but also a lot of the time they're just like nah we don't need you for this case Apollo take take a break <laughs> and it's like okay fine I'm fine with that that's fine with me <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants me yeah. I'm Apollo Justice like uh, Athena's funny she's she's cool to have around yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you did mention a little bit ago that you were kind of hoping that Phoenix Wright might get more exposure. Mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily if that will apply to the United States, but 
he's appeared in a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this year, I think finally he got like an anime, like they're starting oh, a, cool. a Phoenix Wright anime. Nice. Although there have been a bunch of like different mangas over the years. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've read a couple that got translated, mm-hmm. and then there was a Phoenix Wright live action movie. I did, I, yeah, I did see like a trailer for the movie that that looked ridiculous, like a <laughs> very faithful adaptation of the video game, um, which is kind of awesome. Like, I feel like we would never get that, like, here, you know? Hollywood would never dare. <laughs> no, that'd be a little too weird, I, I get. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that would, I would think so. Yeah. There was even a Phoenix Wright stage musical. Really? Yes, really. Oh my gosh, we should do that. <laughs> we, we, we should put up one on in Chicago. <laughs> we can do it. We the got, Phoenix Wright musical. We have space. There, <laughs> there are spaces that will... Take our money to put this on. I'm sure of it. Yeah, right? (laughs) We could. We could do it. Yeah. Cast ourselves. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, we can be Miles and Phoenix. You can pick whoever you want to be. I'll be the other. Okay. All right. I'll leave leave Phoenix to you. Oh, I can be you. Okay, good. Thank you, thank you. I I know you're being generous, but I know we both wanted to be Phoenix. Right. I'll defer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want to be able to slick back my hair into that gelled, like, wings. <laughs> yeah. I want to wear burgundy and all uh, burgundy and ruffles. Yes, <laughs> lots of ruffles and like shoulder pads. <laughs> right. Yeah. Man, so a stage show, uh-huh. a movie, yep, an anime, uh huh, um, uh, multiple appearances, I guess, in games that are not his own. Yep, fighting game character. He shows up in the Project X Zone games. That's an RPG series. Yes, yes, I have played that briefly. Um, I don't think I got to the part where he's even in it. But, uh, it's fun. It's cool. I don't think I ever played, but yeah, I mean, you've got so you've gone farther than I have. It's it's kind of like, a, um, like a Fire Emblem esque, um, like turn based, uh, kind of move the characters into like different areas. Oh, yeah, so that's not too bad. More strategy, I think. Yeah, you know, like gain the fighters as you go along in the story. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll check that out. So, yeah, that, that's where you can find Phoenix Wright. And there is a, a new game that should be coming out soonish. Uh, it's dated in Japan for June 9th. And then, I mean, we can assume that maybe for the holidays in the United States, maybe. Yeah, a digital download, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, we'll cool. see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that, that's where we're standing with Phoenix Wright or Gyakatan Saiben. Oh, well done. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll be happy to keep playing those games. I've played every game that's come out in the United States, and I'll probably even try that one Ace Attorney Investigations game that didn't come out but got translated. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any any parting thoughts? Any, uh... Uh, um, well, let me see. Uh, I mean... Uh, I, I Again, I love Phoenix Wright. Uh, if you have any interest at all... Um, Definitely check it out. Uh, it's so much fun, and I and to it's it's a game that you can very much play leisurely, and then you can also pour like six hours straight into it. Um, it's very easy to do both those things because uh, the stories are very compelling and uh, the characters are very interesting. Um, and all you do is click on the screen, pretty much, <laughs> just mm-hmm. lots of clicks with the stylus. Uh, but it's it's worth it. I definitely recommend checking out uh, and starting from the beginning. Yes, yeah, you can, there are a couple different ways you can do that, too, because it's available 
on the Wii as a download and on the 3DS. The first three games are available as a bundle to download. Awesome. And the first game uh, to wrap up for myself is uh, that came along at a time where adventure games were dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think like 2005 in America, there were no adventure games going on at that point. Mm-hmm. And it really helped kickstart a new generation. I mean, Telltale, of course, has taken the ball and run with that in a whole another level but uh-huh. i mean this led to a lot of adventure games that might not have come out otherwise being brought out here uh, i mean stuff that comes to mind is like uh hotel dusk uh room 215 oh yeah and then like you see a lot a lot of these games come out like 999 mm-hmm. uh the danganronpa games that came out for the vita mm-hmm. which are very uh borrowing pretty heavily from uh, phoenix Wright, and they have like uh cross-examination scenes in them uh, oh really yeah <laughs> Uh, so, there sparked a lot. That's good. Mm-hmm. A, a lengthy heritage here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I guess in that case, then that brings another episode of So Many Bits to a close. Uh, we can be reached by email at so many bits podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at So Many Bits. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at So Many Bits. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Please rate and review or listen to us on SoundCloud. And last but not least, please check out the rest of the Second Wing Collective for other podcasts. Support independent art, the spirit of Dell compels you.